We are live. We're back. The Foul Life Podcast back at you. Sitting in the TFL studio. It's so awesome in here. I've been seeing pictures of Joe Rogan's new studio. Damn it, boy. You just keep raising the bar. Joe Rogan, you the man. Joe Rogan experience. But we got some pretty good stuff going on here, too, with This Life Ain't For Everybody. And the foul life and our soon-to-be new one launching is going to be called Where the Pavement Ends. So if you're a turkey hunter, predator hunter, moose hunter, deer hunter, antelope hunter, cougar hunter, or a mountain lion, if you call them a mountain lion, wild game, big game, predators, turkeys, we're going to have a whole bunch of content coming your way on everything from feeders to feeds and optics and food plots and everything else that goes into Western big game hunting and sheep hunting. I didn't even mention the Rocky Mountain sheep or the desert sheep or the California sheep or the stone sheep or the doll sheep or the Marco Polo sheep. There's just so much big game all over the world. And if that floats your boat, like Jim Ronquist says, if if that lights your uh, fire, your wood's probably not wet. You know what I'm saying? That's not the quote. It's the quote is uh if that don't light your fire the food the the wood's wet but what i'm saying is if big game lights your fire then keep stoking it man keep that wood on that fire pit stay after we got a unbelievable group of hunters here from clinton clay building and alex crosby and travis mcclendon and rush radoni and so many more that we're going to be bringing to you my uncle mel building just a wealth of knowledge our boy victor chohio one of the top wild sheep guides in the world we're going to bring them all to you and uh, that's coming up on a new podcast under the tfl this life ain't for everybody umbrella it's going to be called where the payment ends it's going to be hosted by clay building clint building alex crosby yours truly will be on there sometimes but we got a slew of awesome guests coming your way but today on the foul life podcast brought to you by our friends at gerber gear i want to talk to you a little bit about the challenges the tips what we talked about and today's challenge today's tip is going to be one that um, some of us have time to do, some of us don't have time to do, but scouting, it's so important. I want you to be thinking right now as we get closer to duck season. And again, I know that some, oh, you know, early season Canada hunts have happened and some teal hunts, which they're cool. You know, either they're there or they're not, you know, either they're working or they're not. But when the migration is on and there's cold and storms and freezing temperatures up north, we know the difference between hunting them in August and September as, as opposed to middle, mid October to November to December and January. That's what I'm talking about. Scouting. Challenge yourself right now. Get that notepad out as soon as you pull over, as soon as you can get this this podcast somewhere where you can listen to it. I'm not telling you need to take notes on what I'm saying, but take some notes off of this, but make up your own notes as far as like what you know is coming up where do you live in the country what are you going to be hunting that first part of the season our last tip was concealment because i think it's so important to challenge you but i'm challenging you to become a better scouter a better woodsman a better binocular user a tight rope spotting scope just a guy that can spot things and got those wild game eyes you can see the ducks going down way over there because you just saw one flash of a wingtip or something or you saw some canadas floating in behind some trees in kansas or nebraska and you hit a dirt road and you're driving the speed limit okay you're driving the speed limit we're being safe out there remember that please let's not get in any accidents duck and goose hunters but you see him go down and now you're like, all right, we're scouting. It's so fun to scout, whether you're in Canada, which none of us get to go to this year, which is it's sad, but everything happens for a reason. We'll be back up there soon enough in 2021. But 
Think about what it's going to take to be the best scouter. What do you need? What binoculars you got? What spotting scope you got? What tripod you got? What notepad you got? You using a pen? You using a pencil with an eraser? Are you using your iPhone? Are you using one of these awesome apps like HuntWise that so many people are depending on today to figure out the lay of the land, where the rivers are, where the marshes are, where the tree lines are, who the landowners are, what the latitude is, what the altitude is. There's so much longitude is where there's so much information available at our fingertips just on our smartphone now. We have no excuse not to be the best scouters in the world the communication your phone knocking on doors how do we network how do we build that network in the off season are you knocking on doors right now of what could be there might be mallards over there one day there might be canadas over there there might be specks and snows in in farmer johnson's field in you know come december are we going to be ready are we taking him to breakfast are we having a coffee with them did we invite him to a barbecue make sure that it's not just knocking on those doors when the time comes that you're going to be able to benefit off of a good hunt off of their land go Go help them combine. Go help them feed the cows. Go help them mend a fence. Go help them feed the chickens. I mean, what's better than feeding chickens and gathering up eggs, farm fresh eggs? Go do all this kind of stuff. Start building your network right now. Challenge yourself. Get a blind bag just for scouting and start scouting right now. Go learn your river systems. Go learn where the wetlands are. Go learn your refuge system. Go learn the WMAs. If you're able to get in a boat and go on them right now, go access them. See where the hides are. See how tall the toolies are right now. See what the water depths are right now, as long as it's legal and you're not going to go in there and bust up a bunch of birds. And hopefully there's not a ton of birds in every area right now because the migration is just starting. But again, you're going to run into some areas that there's birds are. Don't take a chance of blowing them out of there, but be smart about it. Become a better scouter. And that doesn't just mean the day before the hunt. I know that we all work full-time jobs, but start right now. Start in April, May, during turkey season, you're looking at, oh man, I always used to do this in predator hunting. I still do, man. I'd love to hunt the coyotes right there. I get on a vantage point, looking down all this open terrain. I think that they would come from here. If the wind was out of the Southeast, they'd come from here. They would try to backdoor me, but I'd whistle stop and lip smack them to stop right out in front of me or shotgun range. Think of that. Like if you're turkey hunting in April, think about, well, if the ducks are doing this come the fall, I want to make sure that I can hunt this place. So I'm going to go talk to the landowner about what that would take. Can I help him throughout the summer, get his phone number and his contact or her phone number and contact in your, in your Rolodex, in your black book, what's up? Or in your smartphone and just make sure that you're utilizing that throughout the entire year. Scouting is a 365 day a year duty, job, responsibility of the duck and goose hunter. Okay. We're thinking about it all the time what if we get the opportunity to hunt ducks if they're in this area right here what is it going to take and what if we do get permission on what if i know that i get to hunt that area now what am i going to know the lay of the land where are their favorite places to be what's the crop going to be okay you're thinking about all this before the birds even get in the area and then once they do and you start seeing roosts and your day loaves covered up in new birds now it's time to really start using that blind bag of just scouting materials that you put together. Now you're using that network that you built all year with the local community and the surrounding counties and parishes or, or cities and towns around your local area that you might be a guy that travels out of state a lot like we get to do. And you got to be having boots on the ground all over. So you're building a national network and you're meeting hunters, whether it's online or on one of these forums or these chat pages or whatever they call them. Um, you're, you're developing uh, with through social media. You can meet so many different hunters that might say, hey, come hunt with me someday. But you can utilize that network as being part of your scouting rapport, okay? You gotta have energy around your scout. So be thinking about that. And then when the birds get there, now we're, now we're just dissecting it. We are doing a forensic audit of that area, that roost, 
their flight line, the forecast, what the weather's doing. You got to know your meteorologist. And if you have credibility with them, if they have credibility in you, if you trust them, what weather app are you using? A lot of the apps, like I said, HuntWise have a lot of weather features on them. What are you doing to make sure that when they come off that roost, you're going to know exactly where they're going. You got to have enough fuel money. So you're working your butt off all year to keep that tank full. You got to keep that truck maintained, those wheels and tires maintained. Um, you got to make sure that you're on them at all times. Now they get there. You got to be the best scout in the, in the area because now you might have competition. You might have a landowner that says no because his nephew wants to hunt and you don't get on that land. So you got to get in between that X and the roost. And we got to call what we say, you know, we, we call it trafficking. Now we got to traffic them. Kyle Jones and Kelly Powers, guys that can blow the heck out of a goose call. They could traffic birds. No problem because they sound so real and sound like so many Canadian Canada geese. I almost said Canadian. Oh, I hate when people do that. Canada geese. Think about what it takes to get the best hunt possible. So is it going to be watching that field as they start to come in it? Well, where are they hitting? Why are they hitting there? Is it a vantage point? Is it a high point? Are they hitting the high point and then walking down? Did you get there late and they're all down in the low spot? So that's where you set up. No, you got to get there right when that first group goes in. You got to make sure that you understand where they want to be. Cause a lot of times birds will not want to land way down in a crevice or a low spot. Even when it's real windy, they'll walk down there. They don't want to be surprised down in a hole or down in a low cut. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying it doesn't happen as much as them landing in the higher spot. So now you're taking notes in that notepad or in your iPhone, you're taking pictures, you're watching through your binoculars and your spotting scope on that tripod or a spotting scope on a window mount like we use with our boys at Vortex. What's up? Vortex is the bomb when it comes to optics. And I'm telling you, big news, big things coming with them very soon with the foul eye. So think about that now as you're watching these birds. Now you go and say, all right, well, we got this field locked down, but let's go see where those birds are going over there because that might be a hunt for the, the, the two days later. Somebody might not see them and you might be able to lock up two hunts for that week or that weekend and now you're leaving your your a game your your a your choice a you're going to choice b and you're looking at you're like well this one's not as good as a we're hunting a tomorrow but make sure you go back to a that night put them to bed did a coyote run them out did a bunch of snows try to go into a bunch of candidates and get because candidates don't want to be around snow so they'll be like we gone so you go back in there the next day you set up and the candidates already made up their mind they're going to where they ended their night they found another great food source it happens believe me trust in what i'm saying i've learned it from the greatest of fred zinc and tim grounds and the people that i've got to hunt with all over this country it happens so put them to bed be the absolute best scouter you can be it goes right along with our first tip our first challenge which was be the best hider concealer blinder blinder upper if it's your job to blend in the blind that day take passion and pride in it and get it done the right way don't cut corners and that transitions right over into scouting be the best scouter you can possibly be and do not ever ever cut corners so think about that challenge yourself starting right now as we approach opening day duck season goose season 2020-21 we want to be the best scouters that we possibly can i'm excited as heck for it remember i'm not sitting here trying to tell you how to scout or be the best i can if you have questions i just want you to think i want you to get out and do it on your own and make sure that you understand that where you hunt and what the potentials and the possibilities are of that area we appreciate all the support of the podcast i can't wait to hear feedback on this one guys 
guys instant message us at info at the foul life.com. Please continue to support the sponsors and, and, and all of the companies that support us here at our TV shows, our social media, our podcasts, our live events. We truly appreciate Gerber gear. Stay sharp, America. Kill some mallards on opening day or Canada's respects and let that Gerber go to work so you can provide a fine, bountiful meal to your friends and family, hopefully off of a Traeger, because I'm telling you, nothing compares to Traeger. You're welcome, little Sinead O'Connor. My good buddy, John Party, just recut that song and put it on his new live album from his barn in Tennessee. It's a badass album, so check it out. But again, that's just another challenge. Thank you again for supporting the partners and sponsors that take care of us. Gerber, thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Foul Life Podcast. We're going to keep bringing these little tips and challenges. They're just to make you think. I don't want to just cover it from A to Z and have it be like, here's what we do when we're scouting. We'll always give you hints. I gave quite a few there. If you want more info on it, again, message us, direct message us on Instagram or info at thefoullife.com, and we will get you all of the detailed information that you can possibly put into your big brains. Look at the big brain. Appreciate y'all. Tom, hit that button. This is 2AM Logic. The song is called My Foul Life. Peace.